0: Can bacteria influence the sex life of animals? Well, a serendipitous discovery made by researchers at UC Berkeley and Harvard University suggests they can. I spoke to researcher John Clardy about this bacterial aphrodisiac and how it works in the closest living relative of the animals, the single-celled coanoflagellates.
1: Well, these organisms, which are called coanoflagellates, are very interesting. And we were interested in them because... They're often referred to as the last living relatives of animals, and they're important because they seem to contain a clue about how multicellular animals, that is, things like us, evolved from single-celled predecessors.
0: Okay, so can you tell us then what, what experiment were you doing and what did you find?
1: So we were doing an experiment trying to study the formation of multicellularity. What we had uh, discovered earlier was that if certain bacteria were present, these coanoflagellates would form these multicellular colonies. And as in many experiments, you need a control where nothing is supposed to happen. And what Ariel, the student doing this, noticed was that when she put in this so-called control bacteria The choanoflagellates started swimming like crazy and swarming and clumping together and flying apart, and it's a behavior she had never seen, and it wasn't at all what we were expecting or anything that we were studying. And she said, you know, this is the way amoebas have sex. Maybe this is how choanoflagellates have sex. So that's how the whole project started.
0: So then what did you do? You realized that the bacteria were having some sort of interesting effect, potentially related to sexual reproduction in these organisms. So what were the next steps?
1: So the next steps were interesting. We first of all wanted to see if you needed to have the bacteria around or just something that the bacteria were releasing around. So we got rid of all the bacteria. We just took the fluid they'd been living in and added that, and it had exactly the same effect. And that meant to us that they were making a chemical uh, which was causing uh, the effect. And so we went to work on trying to identify what the chemical was.
0: Okay, and what did you find out about this chemical then?
1: Well, we found out we were expecting, another surprise, we were expecting it to be a small molecule, but it turned out to be a, a large protein. The the protein, really an enzyme, we gave the name extracellular regulator of sex, uh, the abbreviation of which would be Eros, which is the Greek uh, god of sex. And it's a protein that the bacteria excrete that chews up long chains of sugars. And we think that They excrete it because then they can eat the sugars that are released. But somehow this very same protein had an effect on the choanoflagellates. And so to try to figure out what that effect was, we analyzed what was in the covering, the exterior of the choanoflagellates, and it turned out to be a long uh, sugar chain something called chondroitin. And what was interesting about that is chondroitin was thought to be only in animals. And so here it was that we found it in this single-celled evolutionary predecessor of animals.
0: Where is the research headed now? What are the next steps?
1: The next steps are really trying to figure out what this protein is doing uh, in the coanoflagellate. It could be just loosening up the exterior coat. But there's also a possibility, I think a a good possibility, that it is actually making a signal and it's the signal that's being picked up by the choanoflagellate, not just the mechanical difference.
0: So then what do you think this means in terms of interactions between bacteria and eukaryotes?
1: Well, this is the first example of a bacterial causing sexual reproduction in animals or something very closely related to animals, eukaryotes. And I think one of the major themes in science at the moment is all of the things that bacteria are doing and have been doing for us that we haven't noticed because they're just so small and we we haven't been looking And so I think this could be the beginning of finding out still another way in which uh, bacteria have affected the development of animals.
0: That was John Clardy, professor at Harvard Medical School, and this work is published in Cell.